Good morning and welcome to All Things Jessamine. Glad to have you on this Saturday morning as we continue to learn more about people, places, and things in our county. Back in the 80s, I had the opportunity to work with a lot of people at that time on the Chamber of Commerce and different organizations. And there was this gentleman that I got to know and, and really thought a lot of that brought a uh, place to our town. In fact, I guess you would consider it maybe one of the first factories, if you will. I don't know if we could say it was a factory or not. But anyway, it was called Sergeant Greenleaf, and his name was Harry Miller. And so we want to do a program about Harry and what he brought to Nicholasville and Jessamine County. With us today is his grandson, Mark, and we are proud to have him and glad you came, Mark. Good morning, Doug. Glad to be here. Now, your granddad, I again had the pleasure of knowing and thought a lot of. He was a great guy. He was just a real personable fellow to be around and work with and very knowledgeable. But to start out, why don't we tell maybe a personal side of Harry and where was he born? How, where did he come from and how in the world did he make it to Jessamine County? Okay. Well, thank you. Uh, my grandfather was born in the DC mm-hmm. district area, uh, I believe Fairfax, Virginia. And he grew up with, uh, in a, in a manufacturing background. His father worked for a company by the name of Diebold. Back in the 20s, he was responsible for what we called vault door erection, installing mm-hmm. vault doors for banks around the country. Okay. He and my great-grandmother. Are they still in business? Uh, actually, it's been bought a couple times. But they still use that name? Uh, no, mean, okay. no. But that uh, name is familiar to yeah, me. Yeah, Safe Masters was the name of yeah. that company, okay. and it's now owned... Uh, by Stanley Security. But I bet there's a lot of bank doors still in use today around Oh, yeah, the with the Diebold, yes. With that name. Yes, yeah. yes, Diebold's still in business. Okay. Um, the last installation they did was uh, for the National Archives in D.C. Yeah. And that's when my family s- settled in D.C. Okay. My grandfather was uh, there. So... Um, now, do you know how he got interested in that line of work at all? Well, my grandfather was into the mechanical side of the bank locks and and, okay. and vault doors. My grandfather, he really got into it heavy when my grandfather and a couple of his buddies developed or figured out how to manipulate combination locks. Meaning, when you watch TV and see in the movies, mm-hmm. when they put their ear up to the safe mm-hmm. and they go click, click, click. My grandfather and a couple of his buddies figured out how to do that. Really? And so what he did was develop, design a lock that you could not manipulate in that fashion. (laughs) (laughs) And I guess that makes a whole lot of sense. Figure out what a problem is and go the opposite way to make sure that it's not a problem. And being in D.C., he was working a lot with the government, the Pentagon. And those locks were storing or securing, I should say, classified material. Okay. So my grandfather was able to open the container storing classified material within a matter of minutes, <laughs> which you have to assume if he could figure it out, so could the bad guys. Yeah. So he developed this lock yeah. that you could not do that to. Mm-hmm. And then he started selling it through Sergeant and Greenleaf to the government. Now, that company was already in existence? Yes, in Rochester, New York. Okay. And did he work for them? Well, he licensed them uh, to sell his product. Okay. And then they paid him royalties and started paying him stock option with stock. Okay. And he ended up basically having controlling interest of the company because they sold so much of it. Because of that one? Because of the one design In, in design. Yeah. And Amazing. so he moved to, to uh, Rochester, New York. Yeah. 
uh, with my dad and and wow. grandmother and and my dad's brother Benson, mm-hmm. and we were in Rochester manufacturing combination locks, mm-hmm. the largest in the world at that time, until 1973, 74, mm-hmm. when we moved here to Nicholasville. Now, do you, do you know, because I know in 73 or 74 yeah. that you weren't, but probably nine or 10 years I old. I was uh, actually, unfortunately, a little older, but well, well, I, was, <laughs> yeah, I was 13, you know, 12, 13. Okay. But anyway, uh, my father uh, was in sales at the time, and... A lot of the safe makers actually were in this uh, central area. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, several of them, many are still in Ohio. Diebold, Mosler mm-hmm. was one. Hamilton Safe is still there. Many safe manufacturing mm-hmm. was, for some reason, in that industrial Ohio area. So my dad would drive through from New York into the northeast Canton, Ohio, and then come mm-hmm. down and visit, actually, um, Pinkston's Lock in Lexington was a distributor. yeah. yeah for Sergeant Greenleaf, and he would see them, and he just really liked the area. And that was it? That was the main the main driving force. Um, they had a really old factory in New York, mm-hmm. and it was time to do something different. And So the different wasn't just build a new factory. It was go to a whole new state yes, and build yes, a new sir. factory. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this was that was just because of his visiting, yeah. and he liked the area, and uh-huh. this was it. Yes, and I remember well uh, May, Mayor Shelby Combs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, on board at that time, and, and they thinking, put together some packages, you know, some incentives to bring well, the industry it, here. And it seems to me that about that time would have been, according to what I remember, about the time that I think Nicholasville formed an industrial board, mm-hmm. if you will, and it probably was for no other reason uh, because of Sergeant Greenleaf. Well, I think it's Sergeant Greenleaf, and I think there was one other, and I don't remember if... Uh, the Could company been, over in the other industrial park on the maybe Gulf States, yeah, like Gulf States. Yeah. Somebody had started something yeah. there, and Sergeant Greenleaf was the first in this industrial yeah. park. Now, Sergeant Greenleaf came, and for those people who are newer to our community, and even when I say newer, maybe in the last twenty <laughs> years newer. Uh, if you go down South Main Street and you go past Kroger's. And go out there to the left, right next to the uh, Jessamine County Fire Station. There's a road in the Nixville Fire Station, I guess. Yeah, right between and the Delta, two. Delta Gas is out in there. Is a, or suburban Propane. There's a road that goes back. And if you go all the way to the end, you can't help but run right into the building. Is it still called Sergeant Greenland? Yes, sir. All right. It's, it is owned by Stanley Security, who has Black & Decker and all those okay. big companies. So he brought this company to Jessamine County, and, mm-hmm. and did he bring employees with him, or did he start You know, there was a, probably, I'm trying to go off of memory, I don't know if it was a dozen or 20 mm-hmm. uh, that came along and helped set up the lines. Uh, my Uncle Jim Taylor uh, came along and really helped build, set up and build the yeah. factory. Yeah. But I think at the peak, they were probably, they were running three shifts in the 70s and 80s, three shifts, and... You know, 200, maybe up to 250 employees at one time. A lot of people in this community has worked in that uh, organization. And making locks, I guess. Combination locks. Combination locks for safes and bank vaults. And, you know, those of you storing guns, it's, you know, the Liberties and Cannons and other safes. And then... um, Safe deposit locks, a lot of safe deposit locks for the, really? you know, for the banks. People probably would be amazed to know in our community or listening area how many locks that they may even have in their home that they don't even realize was made right here in Jessamine oh, County. Yeah. Jessamine County, Central Kentucky is is really the lock industry. It's a capital, lock capital of the world, actually, yeah. from 
spawning from Sergeant Greenleaf and other companies that have spun from that. Okay. Well, back to a little bit of the personal mm-hmm. uh, bit, if you know. Yeah. Your granddad, you said, was born around the D.C. area. First, tell us about your grandmother. My grandmother? Yes. Um, she worked at the Pentagon. She was from Alabama, South Alabama. Yeah. And uh, they met in the Pentagon. You know, it was a time when people were going to the big cities looking for work. Right. And uh, they met there, and a wonderful lady, Grace Tate was her maiden name, and loved her to death. She uh, was a model some. and Really? Yeah. And, and how many children did they have? So we're getting into uh, your dad now. Yeah. Uh, my They together had my... Uh, my dad and his brother. Let's talk about them a little bit. Tell us about Benson. We'll start with him, then we'll go back to your dad. Um, Benson was the the younger of the two and, uh, you know, grew up in the family business. Sergeant mm-hmm. Greenleaf mm-hmm. also went to uh, I- Ithaca College up in New York yeah. when they lived there before yeah. coming yeah. to Kentucky and worked with Sergeant Greenleaf, I think, until the time we sold it in the early 80s, 81. Went to work and spun off a couple other businesses with my grandfather. Mm -hmm. Uh, One was called Igniter Torch. I was going to ask you about that because it seems to me like, and and I think I've even got one of those at my home. Uh Yes. Doesn't it have B-E-N-S or B-E-N-Z on it? it, Yeah. And when you said Benson. Yeah, Benson, yes. It was, um, you know, back in the day when we were kids, Mm -hmm. if you used the... The, the torch for plumbing or or industrial work right and you you know you had to use a little striker to ignite it right. and it wouldn't burn upside down well my grandfather and uh, another buddy of his invented this self-igniting torch <laughs> and um my uncle benson came in and helped start up the company and run yeah. it and grow yeah. it there on the in the industrial park and ended up uh, getting bought out by Burns-O-Matic, who yeah. still has it. Yeah. And now it's used from everything from torches to vape cig- vape lighters to, really? to it, it, all kinds of yeah. lighting. It's just, you know, when you click a button and it, you yeah. get a light that's right. an Ignite, that's from that. That's product. amazing. Mm-hmm. All right, so he had an older brother. Now, that's your dad. Uh, my dad, Clay, uh, grew up uh, also in the business, uh, started at a young age, and worked through the factory and uh, ended up president as uh, running the company uh, mm-hmm. up until the time they sold it mm-hmm. in 81. Stayed on board for a year with the new owners and then uh, decided it was something different to do. Uh, he bought Lockmasters from my grandfather, which was another company he had started. Mm-hmm. Very mechanically inclined, uh, has developed a product line called... Uh, that sold in Lexington called Cobb Moss, Moss Hamilton Products, that secures all the classified material in the country. Now. Really? Yeah, or most of it, I should say. Wow. Now, so. I have to ask, because I've lost track of them. Yeah. Is Benson still living? Yes, Benson. And, and, and your dad, Clay? Yes. Okay. Uh-huh. Benson uh, and his son, Chad own another business in the industrial park called LockNet. Okay, I was going to get yeah, into that, because I know some people... Yeah, they have like eighty employees. Well, now there. and that's the and it's really funny because I have connections to you and your company uh-huh. through my wife's family, right. and then I have connections to LockNet through my sister in law, my brother's widow's husband, mm-hmm. <laughs> his family now. So it's kind of, but it's two different companies. Yes, it was. We we actually started LockNet as a company within LockMasters, and then spun it off. And okay. So now, so now my uncle and his my cousin Chad own that the lot and, and his 
family, yes, own that. Mm-hmm. And and you, do you own Lockmasters? I own Lockmasters and Lockmasters Security Institute, the training. So what what is different? But other than uh-huh. the name NetMasters, okay. what do you all do differently? Um, at LockMasters, we're a distributor of security products. Okay. Um, mostly for uh, door hardware, a little bit automotive, a lot of high security locks, combination locks, mm-hmm. bank bolts. Mm-hmm. Um, the government, Army, Navy, Bureau Agency, uh, industrial contractors, Lockheed, Boeing, Raytheon, those are our, our larger customers mm-hmm. and about half of our business. The other half is uh, banking. Uh, we okay. deal with uh, bank service, the D-Bolts, yes. uh, Bank yes. of America, Chase, mm-hmm. BB&T are all mm-hmm. customers of ours. And then locksmiths, whether it's Grotz or Pinkston's or Elite right. here in right. Elite Lock and Key in town, servicing and selling them supplies. The other part of our business is uh, education. We have a school that we just finished a new facility, 27,000 square feet in the industrial park. Uh-huh. And we bring probably between 800 and 1,000 students from around the world come to our training programs, which are usually two weeks to a month. Sometimes students stay three months here in town Mm -hmm. learning how to do access control installation, how to open cars, how to install safe locks, government security containers. We've had people from, again, it could be from uh, your local mobile locksmith to Mm -hmm. Facebook to... Really? To rate, yeah, we just had yeah all kinds of you know. To, See, you just don't think about people like that. No, you, you think well, security people really don't think about all the what goes behind yeah. it. And the lay people like me, you know, yeah, I know you have to have a really good lock on a bank vault, and I know the, that the Pentagon would have to have one, and Fort Knox, you mm-hmm. know, people like that. But you don't think about you mentioned Facebook. You think about people like that mm-hmm. that have secrets, I guess, or things yeah. classified, and the, rather is probably a better word, mm-hmm. that they need to secure. Yeah, not only the material, but also their facility. We have a training program that yeah. says what's a proper lighting, fencing, ballers, yeah, okay. camera system, high okay. security locks, badge systems. We have a training programs for that. All right. And that's going well beyond what Harry Miller originally yes. yeah, came up with. Yes. I think he'd be real happy. Oh, yeah. What, I what believe we're he doing would. now. While we were on that family tree, you <laughs> talk about Clay. Now, mm-hmm. tell us about you and your siblings. Um, I have one uh, younger sister. I say younger, just about a year younger. Mm-hmm. Uh, she got into nursing, went to she first went to Western mm-hmm. uh, and ended up getting married and staying down there with a couple, uh, three children. And she's now living in Chattanooga okay. uh, on the river there and was into nursing and now has another small business imprinting and, and things like yeah. that. She really didn't get into the industry, but yeah, uh, doing very well down there and. So, so it's just you two. Yeah, just us two. And well, then, and, and I don't want to get you in the doghouse, yeah. so let's talk about your wife and your kids. Well, it's an interesting, interesting story. My wife, uh, I met at an industry trade show over 20 years ago, yeah. and we ended up getting together and getting married, and she was a, she worked for a competitor. Oh, really? <laughs> for 20 years, we were competitors. Really? Yes. Uh, if you kind of envisioned it, I kind of, I, I considered her company's in relation to other industries, she's kind of like the the Walmart of the industry. Yeah, the, the try to sell everything the giant in the industry, and we're more specialized, unique, okay, okay, uh, snap on, yeah, kind of people. So she did that, and uh, they got bought out, and she stayed on for two years, and she was a national VP and like third in the company there. Mm-hmm. 
uh, they got bought out by some six billion dollar company, mm-hmm. stayed on, and now uh, she's helping helping me on the side, Good. or helping us, yeah, doing our thing at Lockmasters, and yeah. we have two daughters, seventeen and nineteen. The nineteen year old's finishing up her second semester at Alabama, yeah, which was a bit of a drive, but <laughs> now we've got basketball and football. Yeah, that's right, um, that's right. And our youngest is seventeen, and she is senior junior in high school, mm-hmm. in like. That's great. How many of and and we talked alluded to this earlier talking about employees. How many employees do you have? Oh, we're right about fifty. Fifty and employees. Locknet's about eighty. So and growing and growing. Yes. And of course, Sergeant Greenleaf is still. Is it still called that? Yes. Yes. Still it's, Sar- it's Stanley Sergeant Greenleaf, but, but yeah. it's still employing oh, yeah. a over lot of 100, people. Over hundred. So, so you think about it. Since nineteen seventy, would you say four or five, whenever it was, mm-hmm. when Harry decided to come to this area? You think about all of those years. You know, forty year going on fifty years. Oh, yeah. I mean, believe that. Or, that's hard yeah, to I believe. Know. I know. But when you think about that. And the fact that over that period of time that these companies have provided people in our community, mm-hmm. I'm not talking about 25 people, folks. I'm talking about 200 people. Yeah, there's Every other year. companies that have spun off also. Yeah, that, is, that has given back to this community in all kinds of ways, mm-hmm. whether it is tax revenue or buying houses or shopping yeah. at our grocery stores or whatever. Yeah. Great, significant contribution yeah the students that come annually uh, you know they're staying at the new comfort in yeah. 27 or yeah. the holiday Inn express or the local bed and breakfast mm-hmm. and they're here for weeks on end and you know yeah, not only the travel and the meals and sure and see i think mark that that's that's something that that the normal person they don't see and they don't don't have a reason to see we all see the impact that a Walmart gives because you see the cars in the parking mm-hmm. lot. You see what a, uh, you mentioned a hotel or a restaurant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But what we don't see because we're not around it is the impact that places like you, Lockmasters and places like Sergeant Greenleaf, you mentioned Gulf States, which yeah. has changed now, but still those kind of industries, what impact they've had on our town mm-hmm. and have helped us to grow. Yeah. And if it had not been for them, we probably would have progressed, but surely not like we have. Yeah. So it's been a great thing. When did we lose Harry Sr.? Do you remember the year he um, I remember mid, mid to early 90s. I remember, yeah. when, I don't yeah. remember the exact, but I remember when it happened. And and you were talking about he would be pretty proud. What do you think he would say? If you could bring him back oh. on a couple of fronts here, let me ask you. If you could bring him mm. back now for an hour, what, what do you mm. think he would say not only about what has happened in your industry and your companies, but just our county in general? Lots changed. Oh, yeah. I remember the... Or was it Lakeside Motel and yeah. McDonald's oh, and, yeah. the, and the Burger Queen down at the end of town? And, yeah. Uh, you know, Kentucky Fried Chicken on the South End was his favorite restaurant. Was it really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was his favorite place to go on Sundays. <laughs> but, you know, I think he would just be amazed uh, with the Jessamine County and the progress and the growth, uh, especially with our industry and, yeah. and all the things we're into now. You know, I think with our business side, he would... Uh, you know, just be amazed actually because it's it's blossomed into so much. Right. And other companies have spun off, even ones we haven't talked about that my dad has started and yeah. and has on going other places. So. Do you know? And this leads into how proud he would be. Do you know when he and those buddies figured out mm-hmm. how to break that lock? Mm-hmm. Was it? Were they? 
purposely trying to, or was it just something they figured out? Do you know? Um, I don't know that. You know, I, I don't know the exact answer to that question. He serviced and worked on safes and bank vaults and locks mm-hmm. for the government in that D.C. area. He was one of the gentlemen that uh, during the war, when we captured an enemy territory, they would send him in behind the lines to open up those containers and wow. to, to retrieve those, you know, plans and documents so that they had access to figure out what the enemy was doing. Wow. So, you know, he was just, I mean, if you ever stop by our facility, our new training center, he has a, I I believe it's probably the largest lock, antique lock collection in the world, at least in the U.S., Right. um, where he's collected and studied and learned from uh, products uh, since nineteen the mid nineteen forties, yeah, we've been collect, been working on that. Well, the reason I ask that question is because, and if you think about it, you know, here's a guy who, with with a couple of friends, figures out. I think we can fix something here mm-hmm. to make this better, and to where it's come today. Yeah. Maybe he would have, but most people probably would shake their head in amazement, yeah. thinking, "I never dreamed it would ever mm-hmm. get to that." My uncle and cousin's company. Locknet, they, you know, as a, a good example to that is they service franchise accounts. Mm-hmm. So every Starbucks, new Starbucks that's built, mm-hmm. my their company is supplying hardware and security and keying and yeah. taking care of. Yum Brands, KFC, mm-hmm. Pizza, Pizza Hut, right. you know, that chain. Right. They're doing, taking care of all the back doors, all the security. Yeah. You know, it was a CVS, it's, yeah. was, was the Blockbusters when they were, were right. around and all those people. So they, they service all the franchise accounts nationwide. Well, that's amazing. And it just, and it all starts right here. Yeah. And see, that's what's so cool. In this program that we do, Mark, we have talked to so many people about different subjects and have found out so many interesting things that, that started right mm-hmm. here in Jessamine County that we don't think about. Right. And, and we have no reason to really think about it either. But it's amazing the effect that this company, that this gentleman brought to Nicholasville, Kentucky, has been of, uh, known worldwide in all kinds of venues yeah. and that's really cool I want to ask you personally mm-hmm. about your granddad if if you had if you had to as a businessman yes, if sir. you had to describe him in a word what would it be entrepreneur yeah that's good I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it is it, he's an entrepreneur and he loved his trade I mean this mm-hmm. industry bank safe vault at the time uh, was his life I mean it, it truly was I yeah. mean, even after retirement and you know, in his 80s, he would be sitting at the kitchen table, and his kitchen table was his work. Yeah. It was loaded with, you know, he had a little clean spot right. to eat to dinner, eat. to eat his meal. But the rest of this big kitchen table, and he lived in the paddock. Yeah, right. Was, was right. You know, and he had stuff all around the room and along the wall, <laughs> you know, that he just tinkered with, and that's what he loved. Yeah. How would you describe him in a word as a granddad? That's a little bit different. Yeah, yeah, that's a little different because he really was, uh, you know, really into the work. So I would have to say uh, a great role model, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, almost to the and in our industry, he is kind of like 
the grandfather. Yeah, yeah, you right, know, so right. and, you know, as he was to me personally, but right. you know, uh, kind of a really high bar. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. so I, you know, I tried not to think about that too much and not yeah. to have a shadow, but you know, but it's hard not to. Yeah, it's hard not to. But you know, it's yeah. a great role model as someone to aspire to be mm-hmm. like and and learn from. You know, um, and I think you'll appreciate this. When I grew up, I was known as Howard Fain's son for many right, years. Yeah. And you were known S-O-B. as yeah, yeah, <laughs> son you, of the boss. Son of the boss. <laughs> you were known as Harry's grandson or Harry's son. And my dad, I heard him say one time that the most proud that he kind of was was when he quit being known as I quit being known as Howard Fain's son, and he started being known as Doug Fain's dad. And you know, you you've reached that point. I mean, you know, you yeah, you're Harry's grandson, Clay's son, but you've you've done well on your own too. And I think Harry would be very proud to be able to say. Yeah. I went to a good school. I, I'm his granddad. You know, he's not my grandson. I'm his granddad. Yeah, and uh, it was and you did. And, and such. And I had the same thing. You got good raising. You got yeah. good learning. And uh, we're thankful, of course, for that. Very fortunate Blessed. that we had that. But the fact that you can continue it on, and of course, I know you don't do it on your own either. You've got a great group of people oh, yeah. that work for you and, and to support your company and take care of you and things like that. And without them, oh yeah, you know, there's one thing that I have often said as as circuit clerk that whenever my day is done if nothing else is ever said about me i hope the one thing that people can say is he knew how to hire the right people yes and and as, as an employer i know you and would appreciate a, that it's and a that's tricky the key. thing to do but, it is tricky but but it's the with, key with the great staff that we have and and you have you know when you build the right team it's it's that's just, all it takes it's so and uh, yes and it's so and it's so much more enjoyable oh yeah yeah you know, right. i mean i enjoy going right. to work every right. day and working with those individuals right. and, right. and building something that we all can benefit can benefit from from. well mark our time believe it or not is up but i just want to say how much i appreciate first knowing your granddad he was a great guy and i enjoyed knowing him but also to not only him and and your dad and you but the whole company and the whole group of companies uh whether it was sergeant greenleaf whether it's Lockmasters, locknet all of these other companies and what they have meant to our community. Folks, I just don't think we take time enough to realize when you look at the industrial, especially the industrial part of our community, which most people don't think about. They don't see it unless they work there. Right. Because they're, they're, we have products from different organizations here, folks, that are going quite literally all over the world in all kinds of different venues, whether it's locks, whether it's paper products. There's all kinds of things that are being made and done right here in our county that are going all over the world and it's supporting our people and our community and our economy so thank you so much for being a part of it appreciate you being here and uh, i hope that you're all here for a long time well it's been my pleasure and you know i love calling nicholasville home great thank you my thanks to mark for coming in today and telling us all about his grandfather harry miller what his contribution to our county was. We appreciate you coming in every Saturday morning also for all things Jessman. We'll do it again next week. And I invite you to tune me in on my regular show every weekday morning from 6 until 8 a.m. right here on Jess FM 105.9.